Hey everyone, welcome to the official fifth episode of the Floor Spacers podcast. I, as usual, am one of your hosts, Christy, and join with me as per usual once again, as per you once again, thank you, is uh, Aaron Joseph. Aaron, say what's good. Hello everyone, episode five, let's get it. Let's get it. And uh, joined by my other Italian cohort, grazie, buongiorno, Mr. Stephen Boyle. Yep. Yeah, it was good. Um, and yeah, today we have a little bit of a different um, episode for you guys. Uh, usually we're just talking about NBA news and, you know, digesting that. But today we have a special episode in a 25, I mean, players under 25 draft. Uh, we've compiled a bunch of players that we liked in the league that are young or 25 or younger. And uh, we're going to attempt to put together the best team possible. And, uh, yeah, we're really excited. And, uh, you know, we got a whole, like, draft board set up. And uh, we're going to do a live lottery. Uh, Mr. Joseph, please run the results. Right oh, sorry, I just want to say, like, uh, yeah. it's, kind of, it's kind of crazy that we have so much young talent in the league that we're able to do something like this with players solely under 25. We can put together a whole team. And that, that's just kind of crazy to me, like, the young talent in the league is going in a great direction. Yeah. And it just keeps adding on. Right, and that's a great point too. Because like, literally looking at the names, the list of names right now, there's like we were just talking about before we started the podcast. We could do like a free agency, like two way slots. Like there's so many, like there's such a crazy crop of players that are under 25. It's it's genuinely insane. So and, and a lot of them are already multi time all stars too. So that's exactly cool. right. So I mean, listen, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna say, but uh, <laughs> uh, Commissioner uh, Joseph, please uh, run the. Uh, Mark Tatum. Yeah, Mark Tatum. No relation to Jason. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Okay. The should I go in uh, NBA lottery order? Yeah, do that. Do it because it builds up. uh, Builds up hype. With the third pick, uh, belongs to Stephen Boyle. Oh, okay. All All right. The second pick belongs to Aaron Joseph. Oh, okay, and okay. This year's lottery has been won by Christy Bobby. Yeah, personally, you know, I'm 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 happy to be here. Uh, you know, and uh, just to be clear, when we're drafting, we're going to be doing a serpentine draft. So, since I have the third pick, I'll be getting two picks in a row. So I'll be starting off the second round, and then we'll go back and forth each round. That's yes. Nice. Um, so without further ado, gentlemen, uh, let us get the official <laughs> 2021 NBA draft. I mean, floor spacers draft underway. And uh, with the first pick. Wait, hold on, hold on. Before oh, you do that, before, oh. before you make your pick, I have to try something real quick. And uh, for those of you listening at home, uh, please turn off your Twitter notifications because uh, – Woj does not know that we're doing this. Woj and Shams are going to be trying to spoil our picks before they happen. So yeah. So uh, yeah. Personally, you know, I wouldn't leave them on. But I've heard that uh, Christy Bobby is laser focused on drafting uh, Colin Sexton with the first pick. You might be correct. Um, I actually you could hear this, but okay, the draft was... is underway now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, with the first pick of the official Floor Spacers 2021 NBA, I mean, <laughs> Floor Spacers track, <laughs> uh, the Christie Cavaliers select Luka Doncic from Real Madrid. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> what a shock. What a shock, of course. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, this is kind of a no-brainer pick. Um, we're talking about the next greatest player in the NBA. Um, this is a man who has made his mark early in his young career. Um, he has done what so few rookies have done before him in terms of just being an immediate impact guy and just overall just, you know, elevating the status of a team overnight, essentially. And, um, yeah, I mean, not much to say here, just no-brainer pick. Um, it's Luka Doncic, man. That's it. Yeah, I'm definitely taking Luka Doncic over Luka Modric any day. Uh, the same cannot be said by Mr. Aaron Joseph, but alas, Mr. Yeah. Joseph. 
Uh, I mean, it's really a no-brainer pick. I mean, if Giannis was – what is Giannis, 26 now? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, if, 20, yeah, yeah, he'd probably be the only person that I'd pick if he was just a year – if we did this a couple months ago. But uh, good selection. If I was the first pick, I would have done the same thing. So, Thank you. All right. All right. With the second pick of the draft – with Luca off the board, I am going to take Jason Tatum. From? From Duke? He's from Duke? Yes. He's from Duke. Yes. yes. Good man. And, um, yes, Aaron, I like this pick as well. Uh, Jason Tatum, as we all know, is a very talented two-way wing. He's 6'8", uh, 6'9". Six, Maybe in six ten. I don't even know how tall he is, but he's tall. He's, yeah. I mean, yeah. He could, he could do a lot at his age. He's leading the Celtics to. He's just leading the Celtics in a great way. He's he's got so much upside, and he's really young, so he could score. He we already know he could do amazing things on both ends of the floor. So it's not a bad second pick at all. Even though there's so many people to choose from, I just don't think I could have passed up on Tatum. Now, Steve, I don't know about you, but I'm surprised Mr. Joseph went with uh, Jason Tatum over Zion Williamson over here, but, uh, you know. Yeah. Tatum, I would have done the same thing, though. Tatum was going to be my pick if he wasn't taken, but I just feel like it's because it's because Tatum has more to his game as of right now. I'm not saying, like, in the future, probably different if Zion gets, like, a three-point shot, but, like, you know, Tatum is more fast, faster, and obviously not like as athletic, but he's still really athletic. So, and he has a jump shot. So, I, I think I'll take I'll Tatum's much Tatum. better defensive player too, and he's already got the playoff experience, proving that he that he can lead a franchise. So, yeah, so actual analysis. I agree with that pick, but with the third pick, I'm thinking that I'm going to go with Zion Williamson. Mm. And the cornerstone of my team. From? Out of Duke University. Oh, okay. I figured that I can be a – I can be a role model for the New Orleans Pelicans franchise and show them how to properly build a team around Zion. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> David Griffin, if you're hearing this, uh, shots fired. You have 10 hours to respond. Um, if yes, not ratio, yeah. If not ratio, and you, you just got owned by a small podcast, which will turn big eventually, of course. And we'll eventually we'll get enough money to buy the normal fucking franchise. But, um, anyway, uh, solid pick, can't really argue with it. Facts. I mean, you have the next pick anyway, so it wouldn't have yeah. really mattered, yes, sir. And I'm going to show you how you could properly build a team around Zion Williamson. You need Trey Young. Oh, okay. Sturdy pick, sturdy pick. Out of Trey Young. Trey Young out of Oklahoma. Now this is, gonna, this is going to be one of the best offensive duos in the league. Match made in heaven. Trey Young gonna they're gonna run the full court offense incredibly. Trey's gonna throw a lot of lobs to Zion. The pick and roll is gonna be amazing. Those lineups with Zion at center and a bunch of shooters around Trey and him are gonna be amazing. That's all Zion I'm right now. It's interesting. Thinking about it, unless Something pops up later. Hmm. Facts, facts. Okay. Now that Trey's off the board, I mean, uh, I don't think I could. Uh, well, it was it was either him or it was either Tatum or this next pick from my first pick. Or I was honestly, but I think my next pick, I'm gonna have to go with. Devin Booker. It's mm. a, a solid pick. I was going to go with either him or Trey. Yeah. Can't really because he, especially after these playoffs, made him me, uh, made me, you know, as a Lakers fan, dread him and be sick of him. But just looking at a basket as a basketball talent, it's just ridiculous. And really have to just admire like the talent he has at such a young age. He's, I mean, he already dropped 70 points at, at, what, 22 years old? 
So 22, however old he was, still impressive. I don't care how old you are, but, like, if you're 22 years old, like, that's insane. So Devin Booker out of Kentucky. Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Now, so, this is a great pick by Mr. Joseph here because uh, Devin Booker, he projects to be a high ups, uh, high upside uh, shooting guard in the NBA, uh, you know, coming out of uh, Kentucky. Already uh, is. Game. And um, – no, Steve. This is this is the uh, perspective oh, I, from. Uh, I the, apologize. Yes, yes. Come on now. I think he's going to be a really good player. I could see him, you know, being a good piece and maybe being a uh, number two on a on a contending team. Um, actually, not I'd number two. I can just uh, whatever. Um, I think that I'd say that Devin Booker is a better overall player than Trey Young as of right now. But the reason I went with Trey over Devin Booker is because I feel like him and Zion are a better fit naturally together. Oh, Steve ignored best player available when he's going for a team fit. Okay. That's what I'm doing. Award, award. Um, now I would the... do that, but not this like early. I mean, if I see Devin Booker, I'm just going to pick him. Then I'll make the fit work later. But I mean, I could, I could see her. I mean, you can't go process. wrong with Trey Young or Devin Booker, honestly. Both of them yeah. prove themselves these playoffs, definitely for sure. All yeah, right. I can't so, argue. Um, all right, so now officially with the. Third pick of the second round, it belongs to me. And uh, after much deliberation, which lasted about 10 seconds, um, I have decided to go with uh, Mr. Shea Gilders-Alexander out of Kentucky. Interesting. Um, now, I was kind of debating between him or maybe Ben or maybe Jalen, but Jalen was my third choice, was whatever, but Ben – uh, you know, it would have been an interesting choice, but, I mean, I already have Luka Doncic as, like, you know, the more of the initiator, playmaker type role. So, um, I think SGA, um, I think he's primed for, I mean, hopefully an all-star year, all-star breakout year. Um, you know, he was obviously, like, incredibly efficient and just insane last year, but um, hopefully with a better better overall roster this year, maybe he could get his name out um, on the national, you know, attention. And, um, yeah, it's just – everything you want he's a tall guard you know he can make his own shot um you know he's he's just a guy you can you know build your franchise around so i think him and luca in the backcourt should be a very fun pairing should be a very fun pairing i was really praying that he would fall to me because i really wanted him next to trey yeah that would have been yeah that like a really nice fit. Yeah. That, was, that was my plan to have him as that defensive anchor next to trey taking on all of the tougher guard matchups and then two can both take point guard responsibilities also when you guys are on this draft board just write down you see the positions just write down what a position you want them in. i don't know what you want but yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, I got you, I got you. when what as soon as you draft them so we could you know look at these teams easier but sga i'm kind of surprised you picked him over who was still available but well he has two picks okay. in a row so oh yeah that's right well yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> who who are you looking at now? Um, now that is a great question because uh, TVH honest, I have no idea. But what I can say is, um, Frank Nikina is looking for look pretty good. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, um, honestly, yo, honestly, I have no idea. Um, see, I'd like to propose a trade for you. Uh, are we doing that? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I'm thinking with this next pick, I want to perhaps go with a big. And I would like to go with uh, Mr. Carlos Anthony Towns out of Kentucky. Hmm. Oh, interesting. You're not yeah. going to go with uh, my boy Devante? Uh, you know, I was thinking about it, you know, maybe for the second round or two-way slot, but. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah. Why, why Carlos so, Towns over? Uh, um, so Dan after much deliberation, Andre. I mean, obviously like Bam and Adebayo would have been interesting, but. Um, you know, I'm thinking Cat just because he's probably the best uh, offensive big man, I would say, in my opinion, in today's league, um, just because the fact that his his jump shot is, like, elite and the fact that he can score from all three levels. And, um, 
yeah, I understand so far. My my team isn't like great defensively, but um, I think so far this this these three as the offensive fundamental core pieces um, are are pretty sturdy. As is how I feel, but whatever. Well, I mean, I would say Carl Towns is definitely the best offensive player, twenty five and under, but. I don't think he touches Jokic. Or 2,500. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, 2,500. Yeah, that's my bad. I forgot about Jokic. Mr. Russian man. Well, that one's okay, but whatever. Oh, no. Not at all. Well, the Carl Towns, that was a good pick. And I'm glad you picked him because uh, for the fit of my team, I didn't think Carl Towns was – he was, he mean, he's not, he's obviously a great player, but uh, my selection of Bam Adebayo fits better in this uh, starting five so far. So my next pick is Bam Adebayo because I already have, you know, I don't really need to stretch the four like Cat does. He, he's a good rebounder too, but if you have Bam, you know, Bam in the middle, that's like, that's great paint presence. And Looking at the center board, you know, or the bigs board, I, I don't know. I can't really pass up on Bam because it's not a big drop-off, but it's a significant drop-off. So I'm picking Bam here. He's a solid pick, I think. I don't even think I think he's the best center, best young center on this list. All right. Uh, respect the take. All right. Now I'll get two picks. And my first pick, I definitely need some defense on the wing. So my first pick here, I'm going to go with Jalen Brown out of Cal. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how him and Tatum are both thriving on the same team, kind of playing a similar type of role and position. Facts. And That's Yeah, I agree. That's the one thing uh, about the Celtics that I think is cool is the fact that they just have two elite, like two-way um, bright wild uh, wing players and or not even just front court players, I guess. I don't know. And, and Jalen and uh, and Jason and um, unfortunately it hasn't translated to much success. Uh, I mean, apart from that conference finals appearance a couple years ago, but you know, um, I mean, hopefully they can turn around with you know some of the additions they made. But I mean, yeah, you're right, Jalen Brown. I I really like Jalen Brown as a player. Uh, just the fact that he came into the league so raw and now he's you know. What he like? He's an all star, and he he competes on both sides of the ball. And um, yeah, really good pick. I like that. And for this next pick, I don't know if I want to go. I'm thinking about doing something, but I don't know if I like the fit too much. He's but thinking. I'm gonna do it anyway, as a small ball five, four or five, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to take Benjamin Simmons. Hmm. Out of okay. LSU. Okay. Ben, ben Simmons has been on the receiving end of a lot of hate from NBA fans recently because of his play in the playoffs, which I guess is understandable. But people forget that Ben Simmons is a three time All Star, second runner up in the Defensive Player of the Year race last year, and one of the best playmakers in the league. And despite his one glaring weakness, he's pretty much elite in every other asset of the game. So that's somebody that I definitely want to have on my team. Yeah, well, I mean, it's different if he's on the Sixers and if he's on a low-key super team like this. So it's understandable. I mean, he I was looking at him, but, you know, I, I feel like Bam was the better fit in my team. But, I mean, if you have Trey there and Jalen Brown – Trey, you have enough shooting. And then, I mean, it depends on how you fill out your roster, but Simmons isn't a bad option. I'm liking how my team is playing out right now. Do you – would you put him right now as a small forward? Um, center. Who is Simmons? Yeah. Uh, well, you can write that down. I was just asking. I'm, I'm just like – I'm just looking at your team. I'm looking at everyone's team. I'm putting him at but, center right now. Okay, Simmons is off the board. Uh, so I have Booker, Tatum, and Adebayo 
I need a point guard. And with that in mind, I am going to be taking with this pick, I will take John Morant. Thanks. John Morant. He has so much athleticism and so much heart he brings to this team. He has so much potential. He is is third year now already? Going into his dude, third year. Yeah. Dude, that's the same, bro. That that draft was already three years ago. But John Morant, solid pick, I think. He fits into this team pretty well. I think he has a lot to bring to the table. So John Morant. I bet you don't know what college he went to. Uh it's a small college. Mm-hmm. Uh damn. I Murray, forgot. Murray State. Murray State. Yeah, Murray State. That's what it was. Same I know college, it was a small college. Same college as the legend Cameron Payne. Mm, Cameron Payne. Uh, rap band himself. I don't like him. But, all right. I like I like my team so far. Christy, what are you thinking for this next pick? All right, so uh, I have neg- the next two picks, right? So, uh um, I'm going to do a hybrid of BPA and fit um, for these next two. And uh, I guess just so I don't want to, like, risk losing him or – I mean, I guess it's for the sake of drafting him. For this pick, I will take uh, Brandon Ingram um, out of Duke. And I will do that just because of the fact that he adds a little bit of size and versatility in the front court. Um, like – you know, he's he's one of the brighter young guys in terms of being like a, a three-level scorer consistently. Um, again, this just adds to, like, the uh, the shaky defense of my team. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, regardless, I just think having these offensive weapons would, you know, definitely, um, you know, be interesting. Um, unfortunately, yeah, there's only one ball to go around. So I feel like if this team were to, like, come together in real life, it's, it definitely would take a little bit to, you know, getting used to. I mean, I feel like all of our teams would, but mm-hmm. um, especially this team, just because it's such an offensively, offensive-minded team, I feel like, you know, it's going to be interesting. Um, and I don't really think Ingram is, like, the greatest, like, off-ball dude ever, but whatever. Um, and now with his next pick, uh, it was a little bit of a toss-up. Um, one between a guy who, who's been to the finals and – between and then another guy who's like a brighter, I mean, more talked about two way guy, um, who has a chance to be who has who has higher potential than said guy in the finals. And that was, I was uh, debating between Mikhail Bridges and uh OG Ananobi, um, just for, like a team fit wise. Um, but I think with this pick, I will probably be going with um OG just because uh, he's just more of a like bigger body. Um, and uh, I know we said before this draft started that we we're going to go by, you know, what these players have been doing right now. So, I mean, maybe Mikhail would have been the smarter choice, but I'm just thinking OG just because um, I think even as he is constructed right now, I just feel like he's like a really good player. He's a really valuable player. Um, you know, I just think he's just, I don't know. I'll, I just like OG and OG. I just like his game a lot. So I'm going to just take him here. Um, but you know, whatever Mikhail Bridges would have been nice too, but you know, it's cool, it's whatever. Hmm. Like, I like the OG pick for your team, but I feel like it was a little too early to go with a guy like OG with a lot of these other guys still on the board, regardless yeah. of team fit. Perhaps, yeah. Interesting, Aaron. What are you thinking with this next? What one? I am looking at here, I have Jason Tatum. At the three, but obviously I can move him to the four and move. Or, you know, I mean, I have six men already sorted out. But uh, with the next pick in mind, I, I, w- I, would, I would say it's a no-brainer to me, honestly. I'm going to select Donovan Mitchell here. Well, that was what I was going to take. I was kind of yeah. surprised he was still there. 
Me too. That I that's, that's the same thing, but I don't know how he fits in. I mean, he could maybe fit into my starting five, but you know, just to have him, I yeah. mm-hmm. I don't think I could really pass up on Donovan Mitchell. He is uh outstanding for Utah. He you know, what was he, the thirteenth pick in the draft? So I he was a steal if you say that. If he's a thirteenth pick in the draft, he's got so much upside and he, I feel like he could mesh well with members of my team. He's not really a selfish player. He he does he he would do anything to win, and I view that as very valuable. He's not a selfish player at all. So I'm surprised he I'm surprised he slipped, but I'll take him. All right, yeah, good pick. I like I like him off the bench. Yeah. All right, now. My two picks, I'm thinking that thinking that I'm going to go first. I don't know if I'm going to include him in my starting lineup just yet, but my team definitely needs some more size. I'm going to go with DeAndre Ayton. Mm. Uh, he was maybe the deciding factor in the Suns making it to the finals this, this playoffs. He, he made such great strides in the playoffs on both ends of the floor. He shot nearly like 70% from the field, I think, in the first two or three rounds. Up like 95. It was incredible. On defense, he was really giving guys like the MVP of the league, Jokic, problems in that series on the verge of sweeping them. He's been switching on the, some wings and guard players too. He's been showing his mobility as a center. I I expect him to get his max extension eventually this by the end of this offseason for the Suns, so I'm glad to have him on my team. And then with my next pick, it's been a toss-up. I don't know if I want to go with more wing defense or if I want to take just the solidified star guard to come off my bench, but I think I don't think I could pass up on this opportunity. I'm going to go with the Aaron Fox. David, oh, my gosh. Screw you, bro. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm surprised you took the uh, oh Ananobi over Fox. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to fall either as over spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way you could. That, that just goes to show you too, because like there are so many great guards in the league that some of them go unnoticed like this. Like, I yeah. just couldn't, I I couldn't pass on a guy like Fox. He's especially this season. He's really focused on like kind of honing his offensive game before. He, he became a much more efficient shooter this year at shooting a higher volume too. And he was, we already knew how great he was at finishing and creating shots for his teammates. So I'm happy to have him as my floor general, in my second unit, I guess. Now it's good that you brought that up. Cause I feel like this year, like, yeah, even though we all know the Kings are a, a sorry team, I feel like De'Aaron's kind of been flying under the radar. Um, I think dude's just been absolutely dynamic. Uh, I think some of the performers that he's had this year just been, like insane. I just, I mean, I, I think it should be talked about a little bit more. I mean, I, again, I know it's because the Kings and all that, but he's just overall, like he's a really good player. I'm, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was going to be my pick if, you know, he didn't pick him, but I was Can't hoping you'd go with that, you know, that wing defense, but yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah. Sturdy. Not bad at all. And okay. Darren Fox, I, to be honest, I forgot he was on the board, but. Because once I saw Donovan Mitchell, I was just set on him. But uh, with my next selection, see, now this is like – this is the part where there's like – there's solid pieces, but, you know, you have your starting five filled out. You just want to know, like – you just want to figure out who you want. But uh, I think I'm going to have to shout out – no, you know what? I'm not going to shout out Sean Jacob just yet. I <laughs> I think I'm going to take – I was thinking of LaMelo, but the name right under him, I think I'm going to be taking Jamal Murray. Solid, mm. solid pick. For my six-man selection, solid pick. He unfortunately had the ACL injury this year, so couldn't see much of him at all. But – the year before in the uh, the the bubble, the you know Mickey Mouse Ring tournament, 
Uh, he did very great. He did big things in that playoff run, and he was just unbelievable at some points. It was kind of shocking that he made a stride like that very fast. That's kind of weird how all these young players, like the past recent years, like have been – they've been good in the, the regular season, and then when they make it to the playoffs, they just do in like 2K stuff all yeah, of a sudden. Another level. Yeah, like that's like pretty crazy. And the saw, majority of them are just young. I think I saw it was like either today or yesterday. I forget when, but it was like the one-year uh, anniversary of when – Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell dropped 50 points on each other in that playoff game. That was great. That was great. That was a great series. That was, overall, but, that was yeah, stupid. That was like, and yeah, like that was insane. Even the shots like he was making, like, uh, in the Western Conference Finals, mm-hmm. I, it was like the it was like game it was game three, and he was just it was like insane. Like every off shot of was one leg and like mm-hmm. these le- Remember that layup he had in the fast break? Yeah. It was like some like reverse layup he did like last second that just that shocked everyone. Like that at that point he just took like the biggest leap. So just finishing all these I, crazy and ones too, like from mid range off of mid range shots uh, it was nuts. It was that was that was crazy. But I am gonna I'm happy with the Jamal Murray selection at six man. I would be too. Understandable. Um, all right, so now with my pick, uh, I'm just going to go with a little bit of safety here. Um, and just looking at the remaining names, uh, there are two remaining uh, all-stars, and the one I will go with in this instance is DeMontis Sabonis. Um, and this is a little bit of a weirder pick, but I just want to want like a, a solidified all-star guy to come off my bench and, you know, uh, provide um, – you know, some, some production on the offensive, offensive end, at least. Uh, we all know how good Sabonis is, especially as a rebounder and interior presence. And uh, just like I said, it's just like a, he's just like a former all-star or not even for, I don't even say like former because it's like, it's like what, like two years ago, a year ago, whatever, but. He was, I'm pretty sure he was an all-star this season too. I'm not mistaken. Was he? he might, I think he might've been a replacement for someone. Oh yeah, whatever. But yeah, I'm just saying like, you know, just, just want to go with like a safer all-star selection here, um, but yeah, that's and, my his, pick. and his playmaking is a big is incredible too. No, yeah, yeah, I forgot about it. Of course, yeah, his play, yeah, right, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, good, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up because yeah, his yeah, that dude's nice. It's just that you know, he's just not the greatest of defenders. But shout yeah. out Kank, shout out Kank. And you have another pick too now. Oh yeah, I forgot. Um, yes, so. Uh, bada bing, bada boom. All right. So, um, now this might come as a little bit of a, uh, a get milking pick, but I am very, 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 very excited for this player, uh, in this coming season. Um, I mean, I know people are not going to like this pick just because, um, there are probably better names. Actually, I don't even know if I would say that, but, um, I'm going to take Darius Gorlin here, um, just because. He is, in my opinion, um, in my opinion, Sexton okay. replacement. No, 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 not that. Uh, look, I'm not saying that he's uh, better than Ja, but I feel like there's a case to be made that uh, hmm. they're on the same tier. That's just how I feel. That's just how I feel. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna take Darius here. Interesting. I really like Darius. I really like how much he's improved this past season, and I think he's going to take another step this season too. But I don't know if I put him on that level just yet. Would you rather have? Would you rather take Darius or Collins? If you uh, if you had to choose, you're one. not going to ask me that because I'm not going to choose, and we have both. I of them mean, right he now, so. he kind of did just choose though. He just took Darius over Collins. Oh, technically, he just did. Oh, I mean, I, mean, I just wanted to play off the bench, already. not like a scorer yet. Unless you're saying yeah. Collins not a playmaker. Well, not a pure playmaker. He's more like a combo guy. Like a right. like a lamb and chicken gyro. <laughs> and I guess I guess I respect right. the I respect the pick, but there's a few guards I probably would have taken over him that are still left. Mm. Yeah, uh, like the next one, I uh, 
another guard I'm taking here, consecutive pick. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with DeJounte Murray here. Nice oh. defensive solid guard. Yeah. Nah, I'm, not surprised. Yet. I'm surprised you didn't take one of the ball brothers. That's what I thought you were going to Or get. your former boyfriend, uh, Mr. D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. No, not yet. I see DeJounte. He's a solid defensive <clears throat> guard I could have off the bench. Uh, cause, some, cause some opponents trouble. And he's a solid, solid kind of solid slasher too. So he he definitely fits well. I definitely think you could put him anywhere on this team. And any kind of rotation guard-wise, I mean. But that is a solid pick to have. I'm pretty happy to have him. He kind of went under but, the radar this year playing in San Antonio because he, I think he's up to like 16 points a game. Yeah. He's made a lot of strides on his, to his offense. His I'll, mid-range his shot, his yeah. mid-range shot is nasty yep. too now. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the thing is that you really won't hear about them like that because they're on those teams. So mm-hmm. they just fly under the radar like that. So because if he was on like, that. if he was on, you know, one of the mainstream teams, obviously you hear about him more, but like, you know, you hear about Leangelo more than, He's a uh, rich know, man's like, Frank Nikina. Debatable, but yeah, I'll I'll I'm happy with Dejounte here. I appreciate shout out two K my league. I appreciate the Dejounte respect. Facts. All right, keep it up. All right, but yeah, Steven. I got two picks now for my first one. Definitely going to go with the player that I was going to pick last time, but thank God he's still here. I'm going to go with uh, Mikael Bridges. Another vital piece to that Suns team that made the finals this year. Uh, a lot of people say that Mikhail is just another typical 3 and D guy, but he's actually a lot better than that. I think he's he's probably the best fourth option in the league. Mikhail, he's an elite defender on the perimeter. He, his, his footwork and lateral quickness is crazy, and his wingspan really helps with that too. He just You can put him on any, any other team's best player, and he'll give them trouble. We, we saw that with Chris Middleton in, in a lot of cases in the finals. And his three-point – his catch-and-shoot three is almost automatic. I think overall from three, he shot like 43 44%, which is crazy. And this season, too, he's shown a lot of improvement driving to the basket and taking some uh, tougher shots around the around the rim. And yeah, that's, like, that's facts, like yeah. Feet. Yeah, because you saw that a lot more this season, too, the fact that he's more willing to put the ball on the floor and kind of attack the basket. That was pretty good to see. And, yeah, um, I really yeah. like that. I really like how him and Jay Crowder make those extra passes too. Like this, I love the Suns' yeah. offense. Yeah, right. That, that, yeah, probably one of the nicest like offenses to watch. And um, yeah, and like like you said, the catch and shoot three. I think like in terms of corner jumpers, like I think he led the league in percentage or whatever. But I just know that shit. That shot is automatic, man. That is yeah. crazy. That corner jumper of his is it's basically in as soon as he catches it. But yeah, that's a good pick. I like that. Yeah, he could have been a sixer, but we messed things up there. Oh, can you guys trade him for cash? No, we traded him for uh, oh, Zaire, Zaire Smith. Smith and, yeah. Zaire Basically Smith and the Miami pick. We used that <laughs> Miami pick in the Tobias Harris package. So I guess that's kind of okay, but I don't know. I uh, remember Sean said it was a one uh, one series. one. First it was a one quarter wonder, then one game wonder, then mm-hmm. one series wonder. And then – Yeah. Uh, uh, I our listeners know uh, John Jacob now. John Jacob, yeah. We, we exposed him last week. <laughs> he won't tell you that, though. But <laughs> Yeah. And for my next pick, I got two in a row, luckily. Um, I've already got off my bench, I've got Fox. So I don't really need another playmaker just yet. I think I'm going to go with some some shooting at my – big position just for some more versatility with my team and I'm going to take Jaron Jackson Jr. here Mm, good pick yeah Jaron has spent a lot of time injured these past two seasons so we haven't been able to see too much from him but I really like what I have seen when he has played Uh, when he came back this past season wasn't the best he came back just in time for the playoffs but he's this it's been a problem for him Throughout his career so far, he gets into he often gets into foul trouble. He, I, I really like his switchability on defense, and how. But there, there's there's other points of his game that he can definitely improve on. But I just really like the potential that he has. And coming off my bench, I'm fine to take some of those risks. 
Factual, factual. Solid. And what? I also watched him uh, beat Justin the Laser in a 1v1 uh, a couple weeks ago. So um, Was he really? Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> wow. Uh, I did not know that. But solid pick. Uh, well, for my bench, I already have two guards, the Murray Twins. So mm-hmm. I'm not looking at a guard now, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I do like this solid option off the bench. A defensive big man, Miles Turner. I like him as an option, so I'll be selecting Miles Turner. Uh, You're zeroing solid... in on Miles Turner. Zeroing in, yes. I hope Woj didn't spoil that yet oh, for God. champs, but uh. Solid piece off the bench. I mean, he's a starting center of the league. Nice to have him off your – well, I mean, most of these people are starters. So For sure, all these players are starters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, solid solid guy. Solid, a really improved defender over the years. Uh, was it, He was a defensive player of the year candidate, wasn't he? Until he got, until he got injured. Yeah. I, he, had like a, he had like an insane amount of blocks a game. Mm-hmm. And near three, maybe a little bit over. Yeah, yeah, that's that's insane. So, solid pick for me. I I really like. I'm really happy that he's fell this far. I didn't really expect him to go high, but still a solid pick for this for this draft uh, for this round. So, Miles Turner, that's my selection here. And he's a pretty good floor spacer. Literally not like popular. Yeah, he's part of my floor spacers draft. Yes. Um, okay, well, very good pick, um, Mr. Joseph. And uh, with this pick um, of whatever round we're in, what is this, eighth, eighth. round? Yeah. Um, with the eighth round, third pick, I will be going with uh, – um, yeah, I guess I'll have to do this. Um, Mr. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. Hmm. Um, now, I just like how Michael Porter Jr. has uh, came into his own um, as a young uh, scorer. And, uh, yeah, I just feel like he just bolstered my bench unit. Um, like, again, it's just continuing that that trend of no defense whatsoever. But um, I'm kind of, you know, trying to build a – the best possible offensive <laughs> team that I can Offensive build. wins championships here, I guess. Uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Michael Porter Jr. This is and, solid. Um, he has then, upside. I mean, I at least there's that. Yeah. He's definitely showing flashes, especially like right when Jamal Murray got injured. At the end of that regular season, he was incredible. His efficiency yeah. is nuts for as yeah. many shots as he takes. Exactly right. Well, he is saying. versatile. You could put him in different positions. And he's been healthier than I expected. Um, it's just at, least, so at least the back that, hasn't, huh? I was gonna say it's just so unfortunate that he hasn't been able to stay on the floor in the playoffs for them. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's about. It's not the back injury or anything. Back injury is it right. It's, it's just like other stuff. It's not. That's not. It's like his defense has been really, really bad at points. Especially like when oh oh yeah his defense is laughable oh yeah yeah I know yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. and also the back a lot of like uh, executives say that like the back injury is like a big issue and that's why they were scared to take him yeah but I mean I haven't really seen much of that affecting him so far but whatever um uh and then yeah with my next pick oh it's gonna be very curious brother it is very curious um. Hmm. Damn, I have no idea. TBH honest. Um, you used to call me Omar. Um, should I? That's kind of risky. All right, you know what? Screw it. I don't care. All right, I don't care. We're going <laughs> with, the, uh, with the offensive team. All right, I don't care. All right, my next pick will be defensive, and it's going to be contradictory. It's gonna be controversial, but I don't care. That's that's the next pick. But for now, okay, based on what he is and uh, how old he is right now, obviously, I'm going to take uh, Gary Trent Jr. <laughs> um, again, I know that's a weird, weird pick, but um, 
I thought Gary Trent Jr. was a perfect piece in Portland. Um, I was I, we talked about this in a previous episode, I think. Um, I was sort of confused when they traded him for Norman Powell. Um, because they just got Norman Powell's like 26 or something like that, 26, 27. And you know, he all he does is just you know, it's just it's just him. That's that's what his ceiling is so far. But Gary Trent Jr., man, like dude, that dude is a walking flamethrower, and he's only what like I don't even know how old he is, bro. Like what? He's like 22, 23. Yeah, something like that. And yeah, just the fact that he's so young and he's already like a certified bucket, and just the fact that he kind of just gives us like all, you know, game in, game out. Like you know, and it's it's great. And I I feel like the Raptors getting him were was was a huge move for them. And uh, I really just like Gary Trent as a player, so I'm gonna take him here. I'm a big fan of him too. I feel like I agree with you. I feel I think he would have been better off staying in Portland or I think Portland would have been better off keeping him over trading for Powell. Not, not that I dislike Norman Powell, but I don't know. Gary Trent is on a much more respectable contract, I guess, mm-hmm. than Powell is. Yeah. And I feel like he's, a, he could play off of Lillard and CJ a little bit better. If that's, that's what, what they're saying. running back with. Yep. And, but, and, and um, in the event that you had to like blow up the team and reset it, Gary Trent is a young guy. He could, you know, like hold on to rather than again Norman Powell is like 26 27 years old yeah for sure I I respect the pick I guess there's but the, like again there's still a few guys I would have probably taken over him yeah I don't I, yeah I would I wouldn't disagree with that I'm surprised surprised you didn't pick him as a wing but I feel like with how my team is shaping up I need a, a wing off the bench and I'm happy to pick this Christy Bobby, my player, rebounding guard, and RJ Barrett with my next selection. Uh, don't disrespect rebounding guard like that. All right? I love RJ, RJ, but uh... don't disrespect RJ like that. He's not a rebounding guard. <laughs> well, re- yeah, rebounding for his position at least, solid. But I think RJ Barrett, you know, he shot forty percent from three this year, which is pretty is a good. Uh, Good improvement from his rookie year. That's an asterisk yeah. percentage. He like didn't he do like two attempts per game or something? Uh, I think no, he... no. I was looking at it right here. Uh, R.J. Barrett took about four threes last year. Oh, never mind, tripping. Yeah, yeah. He went. He RJ took an eight percent jump. Eight percent jump. He averages five rebounds a game. You know, he he's a. I think he's a solid wing to have off the bench. He's really young, and he's got a lot of potential still. So, uh, I, he, sh- I think he has a lot of a uh, lot of potential, especially on this team. He fits really well. So, happy with the RJ selection. I'm surprised you didn't take him though. For me, yeah, that's my boy. But you know, I'm not Canadian, well, so uh, it sounds like this project, eh? While we're talking, <laughs> while we're talking about him, as of right now, I'd. I think I'm going to take R.J. Barrett as my top most improved player candidate for the 2022 season. Okay. After what, after what I saw from him this past season, just doing what he did, especially playing those heavy minutes from in that Thibodeau lineup, it's just I thought I thought it was crazy how how much he improved from his first season. His first season was kind of abysmal. Yeah. His effic- efficiency wise, just decision making, all that. It was just a pretty rough season. And then the second year. He was well above average defensively. He was his passing vision got a lot better, especially even though Randall had the ball most of the time. When he had the ball, you were you were fine running the offense through him. His shooting percentages went up incredibly as well. And this season, I think the offense is going to flow a lot better with better offensive options on the team, like Kemba and Fournier coming into that lineup. I think RJ is going to be able to have more opportunities to drive in and score in the paint than he did last season. And then he's going to be able to kick out to those guys for three-point opportunities. I think RJ's going to have a really good season this next upcoming season. Yeah. Or rest in peace, Christy, KPJ. I mean, he's yeah. solid for six-man of the – I'm not six-man, most improved player because not, – not saying that, you know, that Rockets team is depleted, but, I mean, he does have a fresh start and he showed so much, like, potential. So – He's got to be in the running too, I, I believe. If he starts, yeah, I mean the, that that whole like guard lineup that they're going to do, or just whatever they're going to do with the guards, is going to be interesting this year. 
yeah. with Jalen and him and John Wall and all that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I have uh, I have two picks now, and I need some. At this point in the draft, it's just the safe pick is just to go with all the wing players. I'd say mm-hmm. I'm gonna start off with Anthony Edwards, rookie of the year, or runner up. Runner up, I mean, for the rookie of the year. Um, just as a rookie, his it was really impressive how he was able to score at all three levels. Although it wasn't the most efficient, he was he really showed flashes in uh, really catching fire in some games. I think he scored over 40 in a game, if I'm not mistaken. And I'd like to have that off my bench. I think he's going to have a better season this year too. And for my next pick, I don't know which direction I want to go just yet. I've got the Aaron. Uh, hmm. I guess I can go. Uh, no, screw it. I'm just going to go Tyrese Halliburton. You could use him in many different ways as a guard. Eat no. Not to say, yeah. not to say that, <laughs> not to say that he's better than Lamelo, but I don't know. I think it's. Clo- I think he's going to really improve this upcoming year too. I think he's going to get a lot more minutes. I think they're going to prioritize him over Buddy in that Kings roster, especially since they've been shopping Buddy. And he, he can you can play with I feel comfortable with him having the ball or with him playing off the ball. Oh yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Halliburton was definitely a uh a, uh I guess to more uh actually even to me too, because yeah, because even though I did scout him a little bit last year before the draft, um I guess I was kind of just surprised about how immediate like he kind of just he put his foot down and kind of just made his president felt. Yeah. Um, I mean, I always knew he was going to be like a high floor type of guy, but um, you know, just the fact that like you know he kind of was just what his third place in rookie of the year voting. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I just didn't see that. I didn't see that coming. And yeah, you're right. Just, you could just do so much with him. So yeah, with that pick, yeah, it's a good pick. I love Tyrese. He was one of my favorite players to watch last year. To be honest. Mm. It reminds me of a young Chris Paul, to be honest. Oh, that's an interesting comp- comparison. Hi, uh, yeah. Okay, solid. A solid pick. Well, would you Let's see? I think I know who you're going to go. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Jeremy Daniels. Well, Josh Okoji. <laughs> no, looking at my boy THC right now. Solid, solid, solid pick. But, uh, no, uh, with my next selection, I'm taking John Collins. Mm. I, I was kind of thinking that. I, I was kind of thinking you would take him. Yeah, John Collins uh, fits my team pretty well. He signed the max this uh, this summer. Uh. Was was the max right, or it was just a little under? Either one, but still, basically max money. Yeah. He definitely, uh, definitely showed himself out this uh, in these playoffs. He definitely earned his money. Uh, he's just a very, uh, uh, he was very unproven before, like in his in the like you know the beginning of his career. But he's definitely taken a leap. Like, he's got so much potential. He's got that crazy athleticism I, you know, he can, he can catch lobs from, from jaw or any, or Jamal, you have so many people that you can, uh, you know, connect with on my squad. So happy to take them. Yeah. I was really <laughs> impressed with how in the playoffs, he proved that he's more than just an offensive player and that he can stay on the floor and, and put in tight playoff games. Factual, factual, factual. Um, all right. So, with these next two picks, um, I think I uh, know what I'm going to do. So with this pick, um, just kind of round out that bench unit a little bit. Um, I'm going to go with Mr. Sadiq Bey from Villanova. Um, coming into last year's draft, I remember, uh, I don't know if anyone who's listening knows what Swish Cultures is, but um, they compile a bunch of like 
like overseas players and college players and they post their highlights on Instagram and Sadiq was one of them. Um, and they were, I remember like I was just watching his highlights and I was like, damn, I was pretty enamored with how like he was at three, four position and, you know, he could, he could score from wherever and he had like a pretty deep bag and all of that. And he would just seem like a versatile player in general to have. So, and then, you know, and then in the season, you see that his production translated nicely. Um, and uh, I think we talked about this in last week's podcast. I think he even got like a player of the week selection. He did. Um, yeah. And obviously as a rookie, that's just insane. So uh, I think just around that bench unit, I'm definitely going to pick him. And um, with a pick right after that, um, I think you guys already know, we just talked about him. Um, I have to go with my boy, uh, Mr. Sex Goat, Colin Sexton himself. Um, as a Cavs fan. Uh, so you picked him now before before Garland, after Garland. Yeah. Just because, you know. Interesting. You know, my bench is whatever. But, um, but yeah, I'm going with Colin here just because, again, as a Cavs fan, uh, I remember when he came to the league, uh, he was pretty inefficient and uh, pretty inconsistent as well. And I remember there was a lot of veteran disgruntlement. Disgruntlement? I don't know. I don't know if that's the word. But a lot of veterans were disgruntled about him and the way he played. But then literally after the All-Star break, you know, he just came out with a vengeance. And then his second year, stepped up his scoring. He went from like 16 points per game to like 20 points per game. And then now he's at 24, almost 25 points per game. And he's just like an absolute workhorse. I love him. Um, and I think just having him, like, you know, on the bench, a guy you could, you could just bring in, just, you know, get you a couple of buckets. Um, yeah, that's that's my boy calling him, picking him here. I'm a fan of the pick, especially this late in the draft. It just shows you how much talent there is that he's going in the 11th round. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we've, I think we've skipped long enough and I'm going to have to give a shout out to Sean Jacob. And I don't think I could pass up on LaMelo ball any longer uh, considering he is now my 11th man, which I don't know. I mean, you can make it, you can make an argument for him to be, Ahead, maybe, maybe ahead of DeJounte Murray, but depends on situations. But LaMelo Ball, second, going to his second year already. So, rookie year is done. Uh, reigning rookie of the year. He's, he's what, 6'6, six, 6'6 six, six, six point guard. He's very fast. He's not, he's fast. A fast point guard has a very good vision. He, uh, you know, he's, going to develop a shot more and more and he's got so much potential and with his height at that at that point guard position I just really think he could really be something special and definitely be the best ball brother in my opinion so I'm surprised his shot solid. translated the way I'm surprised his shot translated to the NBA as well as it did mm-hmm. to be honest yeah that was one of his biggest knocks coming in but um yeah I give him I'll give him props especially the one uh highlight that ESPN seems to post every day, which is the the weird, like, turnaround fake thing, and he switches it, like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's there, true, Steve. And there's that one crazy LaMelo highlight where he uh, jumps into the crowd and throws the ball back in, and then it's out, oh. of, bounds, it's out of bounds anyway. Uh, but, dude, it's so funny, right? Because it's, like, LaMelo's, or it's, like, it's so cool, right? Like, that's why, right? Um, but, yeah. Sturdy pick, Aaron. Solid. Yeah. All right. All right. Is it me now? Yep, your, my last your last, your last right. two. My last two picks. There's a lot of different ways I can go with these. Hmm. I already like my my big man rotation, so I think I'm gonna stay away from the bigs. Uh my first pick, I don't I just want to include him on the team, especially because I just want to mention him, give him a shout out. I'm gonna go Keldon Johnson. Mm. Played for Team USA this year, and a lot of those guys really respected him coming over from the uh from the what's that? What's the team called? The select team. After Bradley Beal wasn't able to play anymore, and Kevin Love, he came over and kind of was just like an energizer to that lineup. In the one game, I forget which game it was, but I remember he dropped like 16 off the bench his first game uh, coming up to the to to the USA team, and then he got a gold medal in the process. So he learned a lot, showed that he belonged, and I'm happy to have him. He's Six five and he's crazy rebounder too for his size. Yep, I'm happy to have him there. And with my final pick, hmm, I'm just gonna go. 
for the talent here. I don't think it would be fair to leave him off the team, or I don't, I don't think it would be fair to leave him out of the draft. I'm just going to go with D'Angelo Russell here. Yep. Not the biggest fan of D'Lo, to be honest, but he is an outstanding offensive player. He's he scored. You can always count him to score the ball, definitely. His playmaking is not bad. And hopefully, I, I hope he has a bounce back here at the Wolves this year. Yep, he's spitting. Um, I hope so. Yeah. Aaron, like I said, I'm really, really surprised you didn't so. pick your boyfriend, a.k.a. Uh, infer- Mr. Inferior to Emmanuel uh, Moutier. Yep. Uh, where is he now, by the way? Um, um, Portland, Portland, Summer, Portland yeah. Summer League, and he didn't get signed. Summer League. And he didn't get he didn't. signed. <laughs> That's because they're just too scared to get him. Uh, solid, because solid. He's gonna, yeah, he's going to win an immediate championship as they get him, so they want to be fair to the rest of the league. Um, fair all right. enough. Yeah, fair right. enough. Um, well, well, wait, it's you? Yeah, it's you, right? My yeah, it is me. My last pick. You said you picked D'Angelo, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I like how my roster is, but, you know, defense wins championships, so... With my last pick here, I am going to take Matisse. Damn, I was going to sign him to the two-way when we're done. <laughs> Are we still doing that? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, well, yeah, uh, Matisse, I didn't think I would let him into free agency unsigned. So, uh, Matisse, I mean, he uh, all-defensive player. Uh, he's, he's very – He's very, uh, very uh, athletic, big. He's very nice to have off the bench. You know, he just adds on to, he just adds on to some kind of defensive presence I have on this team. So I'm not mad at the pick at all, especially it's the last pick. He, he's still here. So I am not mad. I'm happy with this pick and with my roster so far. Yeah, definitely the best player drafted today. <laughs> yeah, except for when Chrissy draft THC. Uh anyway. Um so yes with this last pick. Um now Aaron I do agree defense does indeed win championships. And uh for that reason I was considering Mr uh Jonathan Isaac. Um but the only thing is I I don't Again, I just want to be like a little bit safer here, um, you know, just have a little bit of insurance. And um, this is not a defense defense with championship pick at all, but I'm just going to have to go with uh, Christian Wood with this final pick. Um, and I just, I'm just going to pick him just because, um, you know, he's putting up you – know, he put up at least uh, pretty nice numbers um, with Detroit. And then this past year with Houston, we saw how well he played um, – you know, with, with Harden and without Harden. And unfortunately he had an injury that kind of like, you know, held him out for an extended period of time. But um, just, I'm just having to imagine like, you know, just as a insurance policy type thing, you know what I mean? Just, um, just in case, you know, something, whatever happened. But uh, I mean, as it is right now, my, my, my roster, my big men will definitely get bitched um, on the, uh, on the offensive end or on the defensive end. But um that's why I was again thinking about um, Jonathan Isaac, or maybe even uh, his modern day version, uh, Pat Pat Williams. But, um, but yeah, I'm just go Christian Wood here just for like I said that insurance pick. I guess not a bad pick at all. Looking yeah. back, I definitely wish that I would have drafted DeAndre Hunter or John Isaac because Loki kind of forgot about them. Mm-hmm. I had them. Because of the injuries, they didn't really show up in a lot of the research I was doing before. So, yeah. wish I would have known. I wish I would have uh, remembered the draft. Uh, I mean, which but, again, if we're going by, you know, like I guess like today's value, I mean, that's something you got to consider. I guess it is. Yeah. So, but I just wanted to make sure I mentioned them before we ended because they definitely deserve to be here as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, I guess solid draft. Yeah, very solid draft. Um, yeah, I mean, like Steve said, there's a bunch of names that, you know, I would have loved to take, like Cam Reddish, Ubre, Isaac, Cade. Uh, I just realized Cade didn't even get picked, KPJ. Uh, yeah, we've got some, a lot of names that are just still on the board. So, Lonzo. Um, 
Our, our G League affiliates will take care of that. But um, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I guess we'll each take turns uh, reading off our final rosters. Um, sure. I'll go first. Um, so at point guard, I have Luka Doncic. Shooting guard, I have Shea Gilch Alexander. Small forward, I have OJ Nanobi. Power forward, I have Brandon Ingram. And center, I have Carl Anthony Towns. Um, and my bench unit consists of Sabonis, uh, Garland, Michael Porter Jr., Gary Trent, Sadiq Bay, Colin Sexton, and Christian Wood. All right, all right. Uh, my starting point guard, John Morant. Shooting guard, Donovan Mitchell. I have Devin Booker at small forward as of right now because I have power forward Jason Tatum and rounding out at the five is Bam. And my bench consists of Jamal Murray, DeJounte Murray, Miles Turner, R.J. Barrett, John Collins, LaMelo Ball, and Matisse Thibel. Very versatile team. I do like I do like Anderson a lot, but in my opinion, the most fun team to watch and best team is going to be my team, and that is starting five featuring Trey Young, Jalen Brown, Mikael Bridges, Zion Williamson, and then Ben Simmons at the five. I think that's going to really open up his game a lot to have him play down there. And then my bench consists of all stars. Well. Future All-Stars, De'Aaron Fox and DeAndre Ayton. And then we've got Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Jaron Jackson, Keldon Johnson, and rounding out the team, D'Angelo Russell. The snare. Very, very interesting there, Ed team. Um, I thought for small forward, you're going to say blank space, but uh... – I just didn't – I didn't enter because I didn't know you wanted there. Yeah, that's fine. Mikel's going to go there. Sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, gentlemen, I think we all gra- uh, drafted really well. Um, we both did a bit of uh, BPA and and fit. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, it was a very sexy draft for all of us. Uh, unfortunately, trades were off in this scenario. But, um, but yeah, um, yeah, that's crazy. But, again, um, that's those are our final rosters. Um, and We will make a Twitter, and we could tweet these teams out for yeah. you to view if you made it this far. Which, speaking of which, yes, uh, just the overall announcement, uh, we will be making a Twitter account, and uh, we will be tweeting updates and all that over there. So please make sure you check it out. I mean, we'll announce it, I guess, when we do make it, but it's probably going to be – most likely to be called the at the floor spacers. And, um, yeah, guys. Uh, Barring yeah. anyone having that name. Yeah, facts. And, um, yeah, just overall, I mean, yeah, I mean, that was just a, a quick little draft for, you know, players under 20, 25 and under that, you know, we just liked and we just kind of wanted to compile, like, a, a team real quick. Not too much and, news this week, so figure figured we'd yeah. do something more fun here. Yeah, just a little different, you know, something different for this week. Um, we're going to talk about the, you know, the schedule and all that at a later episode, but this is just something fun, I guess, for, for, this, uh, for this episode. But, um, yeah, if you guys listened and made it this far, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, as always as always yeah um, appreciate you and um, yeah um, hit us up please let us know uh, which which team you guys like the best um, on Instagram perhaps um, and again maybe on Twitter but yeah if you guys listen on Spotify thank you so much for listening please do like and follow uh, same with Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts wherever you're listening um, and the guy from Germany is listening to this thank you so much yes uh, shout out to you <laughs> danke maybe it's Deutschland Deutschland Deutschland. Maxi Kleber. Uh, Jerome Boteng. But um, this is pretty racist. But um, <laughs> but uh, seriously, though, thank you guys, everybody, for joining us. Um, and uh, this is, again, Christy signing out. And Aaron and Steve, you guys may say your goodbyes. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you. Thank All you right. for listening. All right. Keep it up. And stay tuned. Yes. But, um, yeah, everyone, uh, love you and uh, stay safe. Thank you.